Oh my gosh, what? We're still together. Yes, this is it. Immediately after. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise, motherfucker. We also do that like when we meet virtually. So yes, we're back again. Uh, what's been our highlights and our challenge? I don't think I was truthful last time. <laughs> Ten minutes ago. Wait. Go first. <laughs> So as usual, I will go first because y'all usually be like, what about you, Jasmine? So I'll go first. I had a great birthday. I turned 32. 32? Such a blessing. Such a blessing. And I'll get to that challenge after. You know, but my birthday was great. Like, I woke up. I did what I do. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> um, I did a Peloton ride. I took a shower. I went and got a massage. I got my eyebrows done. I went and I I went to my best friend's house because her and uh, Joe planned a party for me. I Aww. said, I'm always planning stuff. And this is why I'm always like, how great to have a friend like me because I'm always the one that's planning stuff and doing stuff for people. So I was like, I don't want to do it. Um, I told them what I wanted and I pulled up, got my makeup done and she really beat the fuck out of my face. Like she really did. Shout out to Kim, uh, K-Shay, M-U-A, um, always eats, period. Got my makeup done. I had two dresses because I'm too extra. <laughs> um, and everyone, everyone wore pink for me. I love that. Everyone. My dad, like my family came. Janae was there. She had on her leopard print pink dress. <laughs> and my best friend even got her a crown to match with me. So Aww. it's just like, ah, uh, it was so great. Just good vibes. Like great food. I, I had a brunch. Um, it was great. So shout out to Maya. She's all, she's going to post this. <laughs> shout out to Maya. I already drunkenly told her on my birthday, like, that's my bitch, period. Ain't nobody ever going to do it like she do it. Um, and so that was really good. And then I got home the next day and I opened my gifts. And that's another thing. In the past, motherfuckers was not getting me gifts that let me know that they know me or care mm -hmm. about me. <laughs> they was just like, oh, it's her birthday. Let me just get her these old raggedy mm -hmm. ass shoes. Happy birthday, bitch. <laughs> I <laughs> From a raggedy bitch. Anyway, I, I opened my gifts and not even halfway through. I'm crying. I'm bawling. Like, just to be seen. Mm -hmm. And like love, just like people just choose to like be in your life. Mm -hmm. It's just like very overwhelming. I'm getting a little overwhelmed now just thinking about it because it's like in the past, I really was like fighting for my life just for people to be like decent friends for me. Mm -hmm. And the friends that I have now are just like amazing without me having to ask. Um, and so it was really great to have that experience for my birthday and then also i moved so i don't know if i even told y'all that we have it 
We sold our house. We got over 60K asking. Yeah. 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 So we sold the house. Okay. We moved from Orange County to Carson to my childhood home where we are surrounded by Black people, Black businesses, like comfort. We're closer to our support system. It's giving life. Like I just felt my mental health improve. Um, And so those have been some really great highlights for me just because I did have like a pretty happy childhood. And so I'm excited to have Janae have her childhood there. And then I also was thinking about how I could only decorate my room, but now I get to decorate the whole house how Mm. I want to and change it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm changing everything. I'm not doing anything the way that my parents did it. I'm doing things my own way. Um, And it's so great. Like I used to sneak out to, and now I'm just, (laughs) you know, and so it's just been really nice to see Janae running around and having a backyard and just like being able to go to, uh, I'll save that for my Nunu, but going to different black owned businesses and supporting so easily and freely. Um, it's just been really good for my spirit um, as well as being on summer break and just like being able to like chill. I wanted to do the EMDR training, but they didn't have any dates for the one that I want to do. So I'm going to do it, though, because my, my clients deserve to be EMDR'd. <laughs> um, a challenge would be the Lexus of Cerritos dealership. Yikes. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you have a Lexus, don't take your car there. Essentially, they just are not shit and <laughs> never gonna be shit. So, um, I don't even want to bore the people with just like telling them how shitty they are. But just know that they had me fucked up and they shitty. So don't go there. Noted. Yeah. So what about you? What's new with you, boo? <laughs> that's a motorcycle if y'all can hear that no one is passing out. I was like what if you were just ripped ass like <laughs> Janae would <laughs> I love it for her she just smile oh that's cute I'm not mad at it um highlight 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 um I think one of my highlights has just been the fact that um, I've been able to, with help, create some separation between um, my thoughts and my actions and the things. Um, I would consider that to be a highlight because I, like most Black women, just a woman on autopilot. So I'm mm-hmm. just going through the motions and doing what I know to do. So it's been nice to be able to really pay attention to what's happening, um, even though the more you know, <laughs> the more you know right um i'm like ignorance is bliss ignorance really is bliss <laughs> yeah um because when you don't know you don't know you what don't to know, look for right. or what to pay attention to right but then when you know it's like shit this is That's what this all is. i can pay attention to yeah. um so trying to find some harmony there because mm-hmm. also that can't be my whole identity 
Yeah. Um, so that's been a highlight and I guess a challenge in the same respect. Um, and then another challenge is just figuring out what I want to do next. What do you mean? Did we kind of talk about that? Like career-wise or? Do you supervise? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. You have interns, right? Uh, well, I supervise. I have nine um, associate. Nine? Mm -hmm. Associate licensed folks <laughs> that I license for their. Uh, right. For their license. Uh-huh. Um that they sign up and be the team. And so you have like individual supervision once a week with them? Mm -hmm. On Mondays, once a week. And then we do group supervision a month, once a month or once every other month. Um, just depending. Hmm. So yeah. So I do that. And then of course I have the lovely 64 women that I have. God darn you. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Hart. Oh, <laughs> um <laughs> 64. I brought the numbers. It went okay, so okay, hold on. But a month, how many are you seeing? 64. <laughs> she, I, said, I, she said 64. I usually have like 100, 100 appointments a month, give or take. Okay, with those 64 clients. Yeah. How many? We already talked about this last night. What were we talking about? That you'd be seeing 12 people in a single day no 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 i've gotten down to 10 but you told me that the other day oh yeah the other day i saw 12. yeah um but that was i'm gonna work one day and so i was like mm. she's like oh i ain't worked in three weeks like fuck it let's see what happens yeah yes and the, that's great. when people got like real shit <laughs> that they want to talk about you're like i yeah. got 12. yeah and now okay all right didn't have this in my bingo card today, yeah. but let's true. do it. <laughs> yeah. My saving grace is that like all my clients though fall into my niche. So they are mm -hmm. like a perfect fit. So that is what makes it a little easier, but that's also yeah. what makes it hard because you know, we all black women. And so they're all high achieving black women, um, just like me. And so some of the things that they experience are things that I've either experienced before or I'm experiencing right now myself. Right. Sometimes I've been left over. How mm. should we do? Then I don't know what you think we should do. Like, uh, of course, I don't say that. Sometimes I've been like, well, shit. You bring up some what valid I told points. you, I might need to do my deficit. Yeah. Um, I, like to, I like to tell my clients that. I do. I tell them that too. Because that normalizes yes. what they're going through. Absolutely. And it's like, okay, my therapist is also dealing with this. Yeah. It's, so, all right. It's human. Right, yeah. yeah. Human. Mm -hmm. Because, baby. Because people don't want us to be human. They people don't want us to be something Robots. else. And it's, baby, that's just not that. It's I, not that. I ain't got it for you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, trying to figure out what I want to do next, what I want things to look like, mm -hmm. where I want to live. Texas, Houston, Texas, please. Bali. Mexico. Bali, Ooh. Thailand. Ooh, probably some places that I'm interested in. In living, mm -hmm. can you? How are we gonna do this? We'll good have one. a retreat. One, I'm like, we'll have a retreat and we'll record a whole season. I mean, why not during that time? We could have a retreat and do a live retreat with people too. 
we i want to good. actually yeah, yeah. like i'm into that kind of, me yeah. too let's get yeah i would love to host i love having friends and, <laughs> right yeah yeah that is definitely a vibe we should have a seek therapy retreat yeah i have people come and we can just like do some dope shit do the yeah. damn thing. restore our souls yeah yeah i'm for it yeah to be announced comment below i'm just kidding <laughs> no really let us know if that's no, what but that i don't have to waste my time let us know okay? and y'all ain't gonna pull up because i'm gonna be there we're gonna be there and we're gonna restore our spirit because mm -hmm. it needs restoring okay it's true yeah. often also <laughs> every day was yeah. that all your check-in yeah mm -hmm. thank you yeah. what about you Sam? so what highlight and challenge yeah i would say a highlight for me is being at the near finishing point of my master's. Beautiful, congratulations. I am taking two classes. I'm done, these are my last two core classes. Mm -hmm. And it's been a lot because one of the papers I have to, well, I'm writing a portfolio and one of the sections in there is about suicide. And it has mm -hmm. been, I had to drop this class last session, like I couldn't deal. Um, I went back a little bit too soon, but it's like, all right, once we leave here, again, talking about restoring soul, like mm -hmm. I needed to, I was, you know, it's been a rough couple of weeks. And so I needed this to recharge and really just, yeah, like gain that, you know what, let's just not push through, but I've been really like checking myself when I'm like, push through. No, you don't have to push through. But just, um, just showing up because I want to, I pride myself on, I will be a good therapist in the field simply because of experience yeah. and being able to relate to people. Yeah. So had my family not had this experience, especially with me working with veterans, um, it's just some things I wouldn't be able to relate and dive right. deep with them. Right. So yeah, highlight for me is um, being at the tail end of this program. I have these two classes then I have my two classes in my specialization, which is military families and culture. Hmm. And then I just have my clinical hours. And that's it. My challenge. So is that like your internship? Right. Internship. And so you don't have an internship throughout your whole program? Mm -mm. They put it on at the tail end. I so see. my practicum and my internship are what I have left. And my challenge is that I haven't been able to match and like find a place. Um, so instead of doing it in the fall, now I've got to push it back to the winter. And so that's been um, a struggle for me. And it, it falls in with the imposter syndrome that we're going to discuss today. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks, sis. So y'all know I love to put people onto new things that I'm reading, listening to, working out to, um, all of the things. So let's go ahead and get into new, new, and let's know what's new with you, boo. Me, I be reading. I be reading. Um, one, I'm going to say the Goodreads app. I'm pretty sure I probably have said that before, but... I love being able to track what I've read. Um, oh, actually, 
That's not even going to be my new. Actually, I got a couple of new news. <laughs> so one is The Wife Before Me by Shonora Williams. And I was reading it and I didn't realize that that was a black woman. I said, period. It was fucking good. I rated it five out of five stars. Like mm-hmm. it was good from beginning to the end. Like sure I was tuned you. in. I know, but I, you thought she was? I just read The Wife before, and also oh, okay. a white girl had posted it, so I didn't really think Maybe it was S H A N O R A. I didn't think okay, is what I'm saying. It's fine. Go ahead. Um, so yes, The Wife Before Me, but also I started a book club. <laughs> I know it's like, bitch, you always doing something. But it's called Lituation Book Club, and we read a book a month. And um, we are going to be reading all her little secrets. And I'm fucking pumped. So, yeah, pull up us, pull up on us on Instagram. Lit, like literary and just being lit, uation, because it's a lituation book club. Why you ain't invited us? Well, do you want to be in it? I mean, maybe. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! The last time I talked to you about reading, bitch, you told me that you was gonna unfollow me on Twitter. I was because you made me feel no. You didn't make me feel shit. I wanted to read more, and you were reading more, and I was like, damn, just remind me, I'm not doing enough. Well, then I realized that's not what was happening. So. And also, if it helps, I haven't been reading as much either because of the move and all that. So. But yeah, I'll tell you for the next, for August. Okay. Yeah. But I'm trying to do like black authors. Yes. So that's what I would like to I read. wouldn't expect any less. You know me, I'm black as fuck. Since she's been, she's only been in Houston, what, at this point, 24 hours? Mm-hmm. And she's already put me on to, like, at least five black products in Target. Because mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do, baby. I'm mm-hmm. We, what they say, recycled of the dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I sure do. Give it to my beeps. When it shines like that. Mm. <laughs> so, y'all, let me know what's new with y'all. Mm. Just raising these cats and replaying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I miss my girls. Um, these cats. Hilarious. Um, I would say what's new with me is really just I've been I'm getting back out there in these streets, really. Girl. Um, I've been to <laughs> well, not like that. Girl. Um I let's see, Jill Scott concert. I'm going oh, to. Oh, you mean like doing things? I yeah, yeah. You meant like doing things. dating streets. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, well, get I mean... back to you on which y'all. Okay. Um, what else? Um, I'm taking my little brother to his first concert. So we're going to ACL, which is a festival in Austin, Texas. How far is Austin from here? Two and a half hours. Yeah, okay. not what bad. What about San Antonio? Mm, probably about 
three and some change, three hours and some change. Hmm. Dallas okay. is four hours. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I was like, I'm not driving. No. I mean, you might as well have, considering how long you said. But also, I have far. driving anxiety. Oh, I'm yeah, a no, black no. woman, and I never drove in Texas before. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. And by myself. It's no, not giving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I enjoyed the drive from Houston to Austin, actually. I also made it a lot because I lived in Austin after college right. and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, we're talking about going to a festival together in Atlanta that I'm geeked about. I know more people on that lineup than I do for what I paid to go to the lineup in Austin just to like take my brother to his first concert. Um, really, we're going to see Kendrick Lamar. Fuck yes. yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 So I'm super excited. And like my parents gave him permission. Can you record Rich Spirit for me and send it? That's my shit. Um, my parents gave him permission to like Smoke skip weight? school. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. to skip school that Friday we're gonna go. And I was like, how dope is that? Wait, is it Friday too? Mm-hmm. It's a weekend festival, but Kendrick is closing that Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. And so we're gonna go up there Friday. Awesome. Um, my stepmom like got us a room and stuff, and yeah, it's gonna be a whole thing. And I was like, how cool is it you get to skip school to go to a music festival with your sister yeah. your senior year of and high school not your parent yeah. right right mm-hmm. so i'm excited um he just got his braces off this week oh he's oh, okay. he feeling himself yeah. yeah. you know what I, mean? when I got the braces off baby i was on my space time about <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so yeah he won't send me a picture because he's like you haven't sent a single person i'm like oh lord Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited about that. I would say that's definitely um yeah, new with me. Yeah. Got some trips with family lined up, Mexico, Costa Rica. Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb, Thailand. Bomb, bomb. I just forgot about that. Yeah. You were telling thing. us about Thailand. Yeah. Wait till you see where her cousin's at. Huh? Oh, stepsister. Yeah. She stepsister, said, I'm sorry. She made this um it's for so the Thailand trip is for her 30th birthday. Shout out to Dr. Raphael. Um and she made this beautiful itinerary. Beautiful. It's like a PDF. And yeah, it's beautiful. Breaks everything down, prices, That's what we're the doing, where we're going. That I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That I immediately texted her and was like, this is dope. Yeah. yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Love so it just it, I'm I'm even more geeked and yeah, it's gonna be a mix of family and friends and stuff. Nice. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just waiting on. So experiencing living life is your yeah. Because for me, and mind you, I know it sounds like oh I'm like, oh, she's doing it. Oh, oh, oh. for me. <laughs> what is it again? She went, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the way my anxiety, my depression is set up. I am, I I just be on the couch. I was going to say You know what I mean? And, and so I be in the house. I can, I can. House up? Yeah. Like the (laughs) pandemic, like I I could just be in the house (laughs) days on end. I have a tan now because I went on a cruise with my family and I was like, I think this is the color I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And that vitamin D deficiency is real. real. It's very yeah. real, especially for black people. Yeah. Like it really is. And so, um, I know it sounds like I'm doing a lot, but really it's just living. Yeah. You know, and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Cause being a cancer, right. We make our little, we make our homes, our safe havens mm-hmm. and everything I need is in the house. Yes. 
I'm a, are you, would you say you're an extrovert? Uh, no, you're an no, because <laughs> I, I recharge by myself. I too. Yeah. I like being around people. I have a fun personality, but I recharge by myself. So I would say that makes me an introvert. Because I love being at home, but I love being outside. <laughs> and but I do like trying new I'm things. Like that also could be a trauma response. My parents were super busy growing up. And so I feel like I have to be busy doing something. Mm-hmm. Or keep yourself occupied. Mm-hmm. But I do love to chill. Yeah. <laughs> Duality. <laughs> Mom vocabulary. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Just checking. I'll let you know when I am. <laughs> um, so let's talk about imposter money. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh-uh. And I'm sitting here. Bye. America. I'm invisible, y'all. No, you're not. America. What's your new new What the fuck is new with you? I like. Can you shut? <laughs> can you show them your phone case? That's like, my I, new new. My phone case. I like it. Mm. I have nothing else to get. No, I'm sure. Um. <laughs> yeah, I bought this months ago. It's super cute. Thank, Thank you. You know, I'm. I'm I saw a girl on. Are y'all pink girlies? I am. Uh, I'm a black. I'm a black slash actually left. I could see you black. But, um, I could see that. Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? No, like I. You <laughs> seem like that. you like to wear like black and like browns and neutral colors and stuff like that. No. No. I don't know. You no. do every. I'm like every time that we podcast, you have on like something mm-hmm. black or yeah. neutral. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Black is a statement. As a child, I really hated black my daddy wore black all the time and i really hated the idea of black so i tried to always wear colors and now here i am and my big grown ass age wearing black all the time so if it works yeah. it works how dare i notice that <laughs> i'm more of a blue girl myself like i like pink as an accent but i'm not i don't think i have something like i don't have like a pink dress in oh, my closet i have so many <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have something like on Valentine's Day, it was like you have to wear pink, red, pink or red. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's like, "What the fuck do I wear?" And I'm like, "How do you not have pink? I have so many <laughs> options." <laughs> you see, I just bought my magenta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Like that's what I gravitate. That's my favorite color. Yeah, that's funny. That and leopard is me. But what's new, boo? I've been outside. I love that for me. I do love that for you. And my Sagittarius spirit, because spirit, what did I say? Spirit. Spirit. Are you drunk? It's Mm -hmm. almost. (laughs) I'm like, are you drunk? Almost. Um, But yeah, I love that for me and my wanderer spirit, because it's almost been like I'm back to my previous mm-hmm. like pre-pandemic or what yeah pre-pandemic i know you'll be not. thinking about it like i too be thinking about it like when somebody coughing i'm like bitch yeah but then also that's been really hard i'm not gonna lie that that was hard today for me um because i've still been masking everywhere i go and then today you know didn't target and my mask was in my like 
was in my hoodie. Oh, it was? Really? Yeah. Why did you put it on? I don't know. A part of it was like, no one else has a mask. But that doesn't bother me. because I, like, I know you're going to do you. Yeah, because on my flight, like, nobody had one on my flight and I had one on the flight. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't Nobody has one on in the gym at home. I forgot. I'm literally the only person to put one on. I was like, so that doesn't bother me. But it was like, it was almost like, let me see. And what I was seeing, I don't know. <laughs> now like, that I think about I'm, it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it was like, let me see if I can manage the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay, but no, I couldn't because as soon as we got back here, my body was like, alert, 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 mm-hmm. alert, danger, danger, danger. Um, so I couldn't, and I can't, so I gotta go back to being a mask girly because it's not for me. You're gonna wear a mask tomorrow? Oh shit. Um. Most likely, yeah. Um, unless if we get there and it's like not a lot of people, minimal people. Doubt that. Well, according to the Googles, what is that? They don't come in. What time? Nine ten a.m. Okay, that would be great. Anyway, That's a good. Time. So we should be okay. That's a good time. Well, they ain't um, at church, so where they at? Well, they are. Think about who was in there. They won't in church. They might be. They could have been. Okay, never mind. Sorry. All right. <laughs> no shade to the. <laughs> <laughs> so the folks that be in there. Um, so yeah, living, you know, did I say where I've been already? I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I went on a little vacation. Yes. So where is my favorite place? I love Jamaica. I love Jamaica too. Um, did you do that raft where they stick the finger in the booty? Wait, no. what? <laughs> you don't know my man well enough, baby, because ain't none of that. We would way. be in. Jail. I literally, <laughs> I literally <laughs> convicted of murder. I was That's able funny. to get from here of the lime, uh, mm-hmm. that in my arms, and he was like, "Oh, you want me to immediately not? That's no. my husband. Yeah, I have his child. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not gonna do that. Um, but that was nice. And then we had a family vacation. Okay, come on, family." And when I say family, I mean my sister, my dad, his wife, and my aunt and her friend. I didn't know about your dad was married. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, and we went to the we went to Grand Cayman Islands um for a week, and that was a trip. <laughs> um my first time in the Cayman, so that was nice. Nice, super nice there. And then, of course, we got back what Monday, and I'm here with y'all. Well, I got here Thursday. This is my first time in Houston, so both of our first time. Yeah, that could be our new new bitch. Yeah, technically, I I really like this place. Oh, nice. I was given southern. I made it myself. Southern comfort. (laughs) <laughs> it was giving thick as hell. Yeah, yes. I noticed that too. And I enjoy yeah, I like a, a lot. being thick yeah. and not feeling crazy. Yeah, no. I really like it. <laughs> no, they be thick and, and naked out here. And I too. I love know. it. <laughs> I yeah. too be thick yeah. and naked. And eating because there's so much to eat. And I can't wait. Yeah. I love that. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that is all the new news. That's it. We made it. That's all we have. That's new for you, booze. So, 
Let's talk about imposting on yourself. Imposter syndrome. What y'all think? I know America can give us the definition. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. What's the definition, America? So imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically when you are doubting your abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, so you might be typically seen in high achieving women, um, but you're doubting your ability to be able to do the things and you are afraid that eventually people will see you as a fraud. They will right. find out that you don't know what you actually what you do, do know. know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I have a lot of issues with imposter syndrome in general. So. Tell me. I mean, I feel like I really hate when I hear. You're, hold on. Can I first before you tell me? Yeah. Because I want to just. Pour a little into you. You're gonna bitch, eat me up, Robert? No, yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah, we gotta see. Okay, but bitch, you're smart as fuck. Oh, yeah. And like the way that you can articulate explain things. and articulate yeah. clinical terms is so important. Oh, yeah. And so, bitch, <laughs> and then hit the jackpot. <laughs> Ooh, but well, tell us about how you feel. Um, I feel like imposter syndrome, especially for high achieving black and brown women, really is a result of racism. Mm. Um, and I feel like the spaces that we are often in, mm -hmm. the corporate spaces, academia, whatever, right, professionalism, professionalism, all rooted, mm -hmm. all rooted, of course, in white, white supremacy, mm -hmm. and so. To me, it's not so much of you doubting your ability. You're almost mm. doubting your worth. Like, Ooh. do I deserve to be in this space because I'm experiencing the microaggressions? Right. I'm not being promoted for what I do know or what I'm right. doing. People aren't coming to me. Um, people are making comments about my hair, whatever right. the case may be. Those things happen. And so that's, we just say, oh, I, I feel like a fraud or I feel like people are going to find out about me. You know what you know. Right. This is about misogyny right racism sexism all the isms, all the isms. yeah straight so. up straight like i agree yeah um i always have these kind of conversations with my clients where they're like well what if i fail or what if i can't do this or you know whatever the case may be and i'm like bitch if you can do it, I don't call them bitches. Just get, gotta make sure that I clarify that. <laughs> I'm like, if you weren't able to do it, you wouldn't have the opportunity to. Right. Mm -hmm. And so allow you having this opportunity to be enough for you, to know that you and what you bring is necessary and you deserve to be there and take up space. Mm -hmm. Period. And I think that's hard, though, for it is. Black women in particular and also women of color, because when you are experiencing this racism, right. because it's not the clan or because people are hanging nooses, I think a lot of times we even second guess the experience of the racism right. or the microaggressions. Right. And so then we're like, oh, no, it can't be this. It can't be systemically that they are racist and these are their policies in place it must be something about me 
Mm-hmm. It must be I'm not smart enough. I don't mm-hmm. articulate myself a certain Taking way. I don't ownership, right? Right. So we take on and internalize this experience of racism, and then it just continues to exacerbate the fact that we don't believe in ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of time, people's parents don't pour into them, oh, right? Sure. I know I'm. Ooh, but and so. <gasps> It is hard to believe in yourself that you can do things if your parents are the ones that I'm sorry, y'all. I, I should disclaimer check your edges. Um, if your parents are not pouring into you, and if they are actually telling you and being your first bully, you know, that you never gonna be shit. How can you expect to believe in yourself? Like, yes, there are those people that are like fuck what they say like i'm gonna do what i need to do and i'm gonna show them i'm gonna show them twice right but then also it's like internalizing that right like damn i'm never gonna be shit like and so it's a lot to kind of fight against and if you got that opportunity like do you boo because you really have so much to offer the world. And that's what I try to tell people, like what you have to offer someone, I'm a backup. So, you know, people, therapists sometimes can be like um, in competition. Mm-hmm. And so instead of being like, let's grind together, sis, like right. how we're talking about, oh, let's do this together. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do this myself. And, you know, right. it's only one. Right. Mm-hmm. One of us can make mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. Gatekeeping type shit. Right. Right. And we don't. We don't do that right here. Mm. And so that and having to combat that and having to combat what you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. because of maybe what your parents told you or whatever the case may be, you know, it's a lot. And so imposter syndrome is difficult to deal with. And again, if you didn't deserve that opportunity you wouldn't have gotten it i would argue that the reverse parenting is also just as detrimental okay tell me because i'd be pouring into my kid well and that's beautiful Mm -hmm. but are you saying like to the point that they have like this false sense of what they can do or what no more of the expectations that are placed on the child. So okay. from from day one, I've been taught or been told that I'm smart, I'm capable. If I want to be the president, I can be the president. Right. I'm this, I'm that, I'm all of these good things, which is beautiful. Like, shout out to y'all for pouring into me. And it also created anxiety, anxiety pressure. and just pressure yes. and expectation to, for things to look a certain way, right? Um, which still shows up because even though you gave me all of the accolades and all of the compliments mm-hmm. and I've received, still, even with the accolades, when you just said, since you smart, I was like, yeah. So like stuff like that, I think mm-hmm. you can have parents who pour into you you can have people that pour into you, but still at your core, if you feel like you're not measuring up to right. those expectations, then, then the it doesn't really matter. It don't matter at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter because you yourself don't believe it. Right. Yeah. 
and we probably don't believe well i'll say for me i don't believe it because i think and i think this is where imposter syndrome comes on comes from with a lot of us is i'm comparing myself to other Mm -hmm. people so there's two therapists in particular that i think of immediately not gonna do that can you tell me after i can't okay um that i think about immediately i'm like well if i am as good as people say i am why why don't i have the reach that they have mm-hmm. now i know that the impact i make on a micro level is big and that's right. obvious but then it's like why don't i have i guess the blue check and why why am i not a best-selling I mean, author well, bitch, for it if you want it <laughs> um and why am i not a best-selling author well bitch you ain't wrote no book yet so what you mean um <laughs> And so sometimes, you know, we fall into the comparison game of oh, what we think gosh. we're supposed to be, right? Supposed to be, I hate supposed and should, but they're, they're but that, still, but that's right there, yeah. And so that can also make you feel like, oh, well, people say I'm good and I'm seeing these results here. But my numbers externally, I mean internally. I was like, bitch, you the numbers is there. I mean the money is there. And that's what I'm talking um, about. But <laughs> let me stop. The numbers is there. Right. Okay, anyway. Um I was about to sing break real quick. But anyway, I'm back. Um not gonna do that. It will. Not gonna do that. Okay. I'm it's back. a whole lot of money. No, I won't go say that. I was gonna say. Another line. I it's know. Okay. I was. I was um, trying to get you to say. No, nope, I'm not gonna say. So, but you know, I think that comes up a lot too because it almost feels like there's only room for a few of us mm-hmm. as black, just like female yeah. therapists, right? And you have to look a certain way or um, come across a certain way in order to be palatable mm-hmm. for people. So. That's how I see it show up for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely resonate with that. Yeah. Um, I will say also being young for me, mm-hmm. um, and because I I know a lot of shit too. Period. You know, mm-hmm. and people see me and they see the piercings and yep. they see the tattoos and they just think that I don't know shit and mm-hmm. it's like. I do, you know, and so, I mean, I guess that's not really imposter syndrome, but sometimes it can make you like second guess yourself. Like Mm -hmm. if they're gaslighting you, like, right. Like, okay. You know? Mm -hmm. And so just like checking in with yourself and reassuring yourself that you do know, but also I think that there's so much power in stating when you don't know, right? Instead of just making up some shit because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. people's lives, yeah, no, you know. Right. And so I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not privy about that, but I will definitely do some research mm-hmm. and connect with my colleagues, and mm-hmm. you know, the ethical way, yeah, mm-hmm. because you don't know everything, mm-hmm. yeah, and. It's very easy, especially in this field, you know, to get all mixed up in the clinical terms mm-hmm. and the jargon mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, 
And maybe if you don't feel like you know jargon or you know how to say things in a clinical sense, right? Like you can feel like an imposter because it's like, oh, well, I should be able to. But it's like, as long as you are able to explain it in a way that makes sense, but also you should know terms. <laughs> you should know the terms. You know, as long as you're able to like explain it and make it make sense to the person, then you're good. But that just makes me think about how like, I often tell my clients to have the confidence of a mediocre white man. Right. Me too. Because they walk up in their baby. And Girl, they believe. Unqualified as fuck. That they, the, and I think we have to remember that even though confidence doesn't equal competence. Right. That benefits white men in a way that it will never benefit black women. Mm-hmm. So white men can come in and as long as they're confident in their abilities, they get the job. They have the 4 million followers on TikTok. They have whatever it is. They have the book deals, all of the things. But then if a Black woman shows up in the same space, confident in her abilities, right. and she actually is competent, then she's punished for that right. experience of how she's showing up. Because right. there's something wrong with her dialect or her delivery right. or whatever the case may be. So it's tough. It is. I've struggled with imposter syndrome through grad school, mm-hmm. um, knowing full well that like, this is the field I'm supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Like I have purpose in it. I'm good at it. Um, both academically and just naturally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. I'm every woman. <laughs> yeah. It's all in me. You don't want to be every woman. Don't do that. <laughs> but she's a she I mean, that's my shit, but also that part. Um, yeah, I think for me, so I have a parent, and that has a parent. I have a parent that, um, up until so I started grad school February 2020, Mm, and I have a parent that up until June of 2023 was referring to you know, they'd ask me, you know, how's school going. And uh, the next question would be, you know, how, you know, how's your certificate coming along? Referring to her MSW degree. Well, LPC. 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 My mm-hmm. bad. But sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. Certificate. Certificate. Like, like I, like I'm grad- not paying. Like she's not in grad school. <laughs> <laughs> on my name. Thousands of dollars, and it's a fucking master's degree, and so. I kept making these, you know, because at first it was like, you know, well, what is it again? What uh, LPC? Oh, yeah, 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 that. That was certificate coming along. And it's just like, ugh, all right. So finally, I was just like, it's a master's degree. I'm in grad school. It's a master's degree. And yeah, having to just establish that, like, I'm where I'm supposed to be, right. you know? Um, Do you feel like the comments that he said sometimes made you question yourself it it didn't do anything not question myself of like am i doing the right thing it just didn't help to uh to my confidence right at Mm -hmm. all you know so when you guys are chopping it up and you're dropping acronyms and stuff like that and i may not no, necessarily. And it's because I'm not in the field yet, yeah. you know, so my book knowledge isn't the same mm-hmm. 
as two tenured careered therapists. Um, and that's normal, yeah, you right. know, ask a question or Google it. Right. Um, and so those types of things would kind of, it would, it would not kind of, it would plant that seed of doubt. Um, you know, going into teaching this first year and um, it just, you know, instead of just making the decision, which I eventually did of mm -hmm. just like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. Because again, I like how you said, if you don't get the opportunity, it's not for you. Um, I was supposed to be in that classroom this year. Like it just, mm -hmm. it, it, the end of the school year, my cousin always said that, you know, for teaching the kids reflect back to you. Mm. And the end of the school year, I don't know if I ever I shared this, but I had um, a student give me a note last day of school, a piece of notebook paper, like, you know, gave it to me and stuff and put it in my pocket, didn't think anything of it until I pulled up to happy hour with my coworkers <laughs> and I pulled out my pocket, read it and immediately was in tears. Because Come on, Catherine, energy. <laughs> <laughs> this little girl had reflected back to me things that she would have had no idea, but she compared my energy to that of a sunflower. Wow. And, and that's my favorite. And that's my favorite. Like my family, like sunflowers. I'm like, like, I literally have yeah. so many sunflower tattoos. Yeah, like sunflowers <laughs> are our thing. It's my mom's favorite flower. It's my uncle's favorite flower. Um, it's just sunflowers, like, you know, sunflowers were on Kobe's grave and like, mm. you know, at his funeral. And so like, that's what I place on his grave every time I go. And it's just, I mean, just the things that she poured into me in this letter, it just, it did more for me than grief counseling did. Mm -hmm. um, it meant that I, I took my That's time true. as going through this hard ass year and I made impact. I'm so proud of and, you. And, and in seventh grade, which right. is such a fucking weird, weird time. Days. You know what I mean? It got to the point where in the year I was like, guys, like y'all are just hormonal. Like you just don't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. And I just, to be able to do that with these kids, um, my first week in the classroom, there was a little boy that was confronted by his friend for self-harming. Mm -hmm. I don't know these kids. And so what I saw was one little boy going up and standing over the little boy and, you know, in his face. And so I thought he was intimidating him and bullying him. This was body language, mm -hmm. right? And so I intervened and snatched his ass up. <laughs> so it's charter school is a little different. And separated them and stuff. And so <laughs> mentioned the kids. <laughs> and got to the bottom of it and realized that, you know, even though his body language was off, what he was intending to do was going up to his friend and being like, you need to stop doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I immediately apologized to them. And I you know, when the kids coming back and and being like, Man, like, you know, adults don't they don't don't apologize, mm -hmm. you know. They don't. Um and just, I, yeah, like, I just, I needed that. Yeah. And I prayed when Kobe passed away that God put me in positions to impact and touch the lives I meant to do so yes, with my time good. here. Mm -hmm. And I feel that in my current career. And I know once I get this licensing, like, I am going to make a difference, right. you know, an impact. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for the community that I have around me now because it's tough when you have a parent that kind of just downplays what you're mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. And something that you're spending like your life and your time right, right. in. You like, know? I'm putting my eye into this shit. Yeah. If this is the best I've done in school, mm -hmm. period. 
Wow. And yeah, I was a C student and, you know, not all C's, but just, you know what I mean? There was a C on my report card. Um, undergrad, I was just trying to fucking make it. Right. I just, was I was, just I was, it was just a lot going on in undergrad. Yeah. And <laughs> Partying and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? So this is like, yeah, you know, I'm in honor society, graduate Period. school. You know what I mean? Fucking certificate. Like I said, what the hell? The jackpot. Right. <laughs> So yeah, so just understand that you have to find that purpose and that reasoning internally mm-hmm. because there's always going to be outside forces that try to shake you at your core. Right. And really imposter syndrome, in my opinion, breaking it down in layman's terms is just that core, you know, kind of rocking a little bit and you having to talk yourself out of it. Oh shit! Sorry. No, <laughs> we're in person oh, now, and I'm still <laughs> making. Sorry. Fuck. What I'm would sorry. you like to say? Um, no, I I agree, and I was just thinking about the fact that like, whenever my I have a client come to me and tell me that they're experiencing imposter syndrome, I always giggle, and they're like, "What's funny?" And I'm like, baby, stop taking on shit that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Because to me, as black women and brown women, imposter syndrome is just some shit that people threw at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not allowing us to really address what's happening. Of course, you doubt yourself when you are in a space where people are telling you, oh, well, I didn't hire you because you're black. I hired you because of this. Or, hmm, you're a diversity hire. Or, oh, affirmative action this. Like, I went to UNC, and if you're on the, I think maybe everywhere, but particularly on the East Coast, that's a big fucking deal. That is the number one public IV in the country. Cool, great. I was trying to figure out why the fuck I was there. The whole time I was there. And it was like I graduated high school with a 4.75 bitch GPA. Can she stop? <laughs> I, I worked a full damn near full time while I was in high school. I was in math club. I was the volleyball oh, manager. Yeah, I, I was the that. baseball chair. Who the fuck knows? I had to write on my math teacher. I said, I'm not going to be a banker. I'm going to be a therapist. Please, I just need to see. <laughs> but I, I did all of the things that you're supposed to do. And then when I apply to UNC, I will never forget somebody saying, Oh yes. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get in. And I was like, Well, bitch, fuck you, because watch this. Watch. And then I literally didn't go to school that day and they announced that I had got accepted over the intercom. Period. But even once I got there, I was like, why am I here? And I got white kids asking me what sport I play. My mom oh, is wearing a Carolina. How you can get there. Of course. My mom is wearing a Carolina mom shirt and people are like, oh, what sport does your son play? And she's but, like, baby, I got, a, daughter is I got a daughter and she's just smart as fuck. Um, and so with all of those and sitting in classes and sometimes being the only black kid in the class. And so that shit was loud. And there was so many times where I was like, I don't even think I deserve to be here. Hmm. And at the time I would have said, oh, it's just imposter syndrome. I'm not understanding that I do have the ability 
and yada, yada, yada. But bitch, I knew I had the ability to be there. Right. So it wasn't that I didn't know it. Right. It was the fact that racism right. and obviously misogyny and sexism right. and all the things were showing up just in that space. Yeah. showing up. And it just like right. built on it. And so then it was like, oh, okay. Okay. Like it was just yeah, this ongoing thing for four years. Damn. So I giggle when I hear us talk about imposter syndrome <laughs> for that reason. I think it's important that we talk about, and I think it's important that black and brown women work to move that out of the, out of their frame of mind. Because right. to me, it's almost saying it's to me, it's victim blaming, right? Okay. Like you, Oh, you have imposter syndrome. You don't believe in your ability. Well, bitch, why don't I believe in my ability? What has happened externally that's influencing this? Right. It's almost like when a woman is in an abusive relationship right. and we're like, okay, this is what you can well, do to walk on eggshells right. to make sure that like he doesn't slap the shit out of you. What? No. Like, like, we got to understand that this is systemic right. and this is intentionally done right. to make us question our worth so that we don't even try to be in these situations and positions. Right. Real talk. Sorry. Okay. Period. No, that's it. That's it for sure. And then I just got pissed off again about uh, affirmative action being revoked. Our rights being Because I have a thought about that. That doesn't benefit us, actually. Affirmative action benefits white women at a higher rate than it benefits us as black women. Really? Yes. And that's why I get annoyed with the whole affirmative action conversation. Wow. I didn't didn't realize white women benefit from this Mm -hmm. conversation. Um, I think for me, right from every fucking thing, right. but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, yeah, my whole thing is just you know, it's just on that. It's like it's not just black and brown people that are impacted too. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I just I have two brothers that are college bound, and it's a it's a conversation. It's something to consider. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a turn of events, I want to talk about fitness. Because <laughs> bitch, what? No, I'm yeah, with Appalachian today. We <laughs> with Appalachian. <laughs> no, um, but I just want to talk about like gym anxiety as the form of like imposter syndrome and so yeah. sometimes feeling like you shouldn't be there because you may not oh, be mommy. no oh <laughs> girl i was feeling too when we first walked in I, everyone is fit everyone in is gym. fit as fuck. i told joe i said everyone is fit as fuck and so Ooh. am i everybody really okay period because we are fit as fuck period. too we, period. Period. There we don't look weight. like them and we they They're we don't have to right right you know yeah. But it's very easy to like have walked into there and the, and saw everyone like lifting and you know looking great. <laughs> that was looking there was like, a chick in there yeah. in some biker shorts and a bandeau top. Right. And I'm like, and she was probably giving it up. And I was like, God damn! Like right. the point to be in there and not even have straps on. Right. Is not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. Right. Okay, these breastfeeding. Right. Breastfeeding cities. At least you got a reason, sir. I ain't got a reason. (laughs) But yeah, it's very easy to walk into the gym and feel like intimidated and like you shouldn't be there and like you shouldn't be trying to do these different exercises that you see because you're not as far along in your journey as other people are. What? 
I think it makes sense that like I I had to check myself today when we were there. You know what I mean? Do you know, do I look like the big girl in here struggling not knowing what she's doing, mm-hmm. right? And I have to realize, okay, it's not an oxymoron for an overweight person to be in the fucking gym. Right. Like I, I why why is that a thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and again, I think that harkens back to society and right misogyny and social media culture and all that shit america i cannot ex- it's, excuse oh, you face. My face? Oh, face. i can see your face it's in cities <laughs> i'm so straight up the show okay um okay so i'll just say what you say can. from my so i felt some anxiety being in alpha land today um more so because of the mass situation but realizing that when you are a thicker girl a bigger girl mm-hmm. there are certain um perceptions that people right. will have about you when you show up in that space mm-hmm. um and i the reason why i made that face is because you you said people who are further along in their journey and mm-hmm. i think that that actually feeds into it because oh. because I've been working out for for 10 years, right? And so mm-hmm. there's people in there who may have been working out for 10 years. Okay, so maybe my actual terminology is wrong, but just like... No, you're fine. You're okay. Yes. We're good. I know. I was going to explain. We're going to stay But good. what you're talking about... <laughs> right. We can but what you're talking about is what I think other people see too. Like mm-hmm. I think other people's perception when they see somebody thicker or bigger in the gym is, oh, they must just be starting like, out. Like, do you know who the Keith, Keith to Fitness is or mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's not even like big. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, she's but the one that you're like, thicker. she's been working out for a, long, a long time. Exactly. And so I think when people see you in the gym and they see that you are bigger their assumption is that oh this must be new for them or they're right. just starting out on a journey and it's or like, they bulked right which i did and um, that's a whole other conversation so i try not to get upset because bitch i gained this weight on purpose honestly but whatever so it's like i don't know i just i think that the imposter syndrome comes up in the gym because there's a fear of other people's perception right so of like you. of you right. right so like if i go to the downtown durham ymca i'm not gonna feel that because all of those people watched me lose 175 pounds watched me then turn into muscle mommy then seen me a strong bitch <laughs> and then watch me get a little bit thicker and then boom pandemic um so I wouldn't feel that same anxiety, anxiety there yeah. as I would feel here because they don't know. They don't me. know you. And so even like ask, when you were like, the girl was like, can I help you? I literally was like, no. Can she help me? Remember the girl when was she like. she was helping us with, with the, the hip, strap. The oh. hip thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. I literally was like, no. Because in my mind, it's, oh, you think that we're new to working now. Versus, right. bitch, I ain't never seen this machine right. before. Right, because I hadn't. Mm. Like, so never I was like, seen that somebody before. show me. Yeah. So I'm watching you, Kendra. My name was Kendra. <laughs> I was her. Shout out to Kendra. Shout out to Kendra. Kendra. We were leaving, I did tap her on the you shoulder did. and say, you know, like, that was that was nice of her. But they were, even that, yeah. I couldn't bring myself. When you said thank you, I was like, I literally walked behind you and was like, 
<laughs> he touched my foot. I was like, these bitches are in here thinking that we never stepped in the foot. But we not. We put in the gym but before. we brand new to this gym. Yeah. And we have never seen new. this shit. Never. <laughs> never seen that before. I ain't never seen no. Oh, 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 this is don't I, I want to do it though. Yes. Just to hit 120. I see that too. Mm-hmm. 120 pounds? 120 pounds. Bitch, as a 17, if I was 120 pounds, I would be sick. But that was the thing. Yeah. I, I remember looking in the mirror and not, you know, there were things about my body that I liked, right? I liked the rip but in the back of my arm. But there's always something to not like. I like, you know what I mean? Look. Yeah. And I realize now <laughs> in my That's womanly body that, you know, those things have changed, but there's like you said, there's yeah. always something that you want to change. Right. Um, 
I was raised that like perception, what people think of you, it like the emphasis on it, I feel was kind of uh, put on, on front tree, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, for example, excuse me, how my hair looked, mm -hmm. that was a big thing, you know, your natural mm -hmm. hair out free mm -hmm. is it's too dry. Yep. I remember mm -hmm. literally being told, I can't take you anywhere after school because you come back and your hair is dried out, mm -hmm. you know, and you look like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm just trying to work with the genetics that they give me. Right, right. right? And the genetics that that person had given me. And So I know it was. You know what I mean? Ah! So. <sighs> Another one bites the dust. Now that I'm, you know, <laughs> And, you know, and shortly after that, I relaxed my hair, you know. So then mm -hmm. what does that tell Right. A kid who yep. is in a in a white, you know what I mean? Like, right. like okay, the I was natural okay. up until eighth grade, and I got my hair relaxed and showed up to school on crazy hair day, mm. and my hair was bone straight after it was big and curly. Mm. And so, what does that translate? Right to an eighth grade right. girl, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, you know, and, and for me, I'm not going to lie. I had those thoughts in there today too. Mm -hmm. Some bitches were in there. They were stacked. Six packing. <laughs> like, they, they were like, I mean, they were, they were stacked. They were, you know what I mean? But then one thing I do have to remind myself that when my body looked like that, my insides right. were, what was going were all on fucked up. Right. I was putting up with the crazy I was telling y'all earlier mm -hmm. was when Say I was 120, <laughs> 30. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. the insides were terrible. Whereas now my insides are good. Like I'm right. strong. I just got to, you know, that it's like the outside physique just doesn't reflect that necessarily in my opinion. Mm, we don't but those know. are my opinions. You don't We're so? not saying that. We're not saying that. Just because, because not, there's nothing wrong not with your outside physique. Well, it's just not where I want to be. Yeah. I miss feeling strong and, and looking how I want to do it and confident in my body. And so we that's, that. that's it's different. But yeah. I did have, have that internal conversation with myself. I'm so tired of America's faces. <laughs> and that's why I said, <laughs> I said when we uh, walked in, I said, it's going to be some skinny bitches in here and it don't matter. <laughs> because we deserve too to be up in there taking up space, lifting the weights that we want to do. Period. Right. And oddly enough for me, that's that doesn't bother me. Like, I don't want to be skinny. skinny. No. Skinny. That's that's not my goal ever. My goal is to feel comfortable in my yeah. body, but also to look like a bitch that works out. Right. That so that does I could give a fuck less. So I noticed when we were in there, like in terms of like looking at people's body, there was only one girl that I like looked at, and she was like, yeah. damn, there was like a niche. She, she had she no was titties. Are she you was talking about the girl that had um she's had she had some tattoos? I don't know, but she was mm -mm, she was no. doing the, the table row when we were outside. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And she was, I mean, she gotta be over 200 pounds, but she was all muscle. muscle yeah. And I was like, yes, that's it. There we go. So like I don't even have a desire mm -hmm. to be skinny, mm -hmm. but I think mine is just I want people to know like don't that, let the size fool right. you 
or whatever you see for you. Bitch, I get the fuck down. Because mm-hmm. first off, was it 75 pounds? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. We did we did a single leg deadlift. RDLs. Yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. Single leg RDLs? Deadlift. That's what RDLs, do? yeah. Okay, That's what it stands for. It's the same thing. Okay, go ahead. She picked up 75. And she said, yeah, we're just going. I said, bitch, I'm not touching that. <laughs> Look, where the 45 is at? I was at And that what she was. <laughs> but you was, you was making a 20 work for you. You know? So it's like, bitch, you're strong as fuck. And I like that. And so I want you to take from this that you deserve to take up space, period. period. In the gym, in your job, at home, in school, like you deserve to take up space. And so if you have that opportunity given to you, don't question it. Mm -hmm. Don't question it. Don't put a question mark where God God put a period. Period. Oh, <laughs> I think it hurt me. <laughs> um, but I also want to acknowledge that imposter syndrome is real and um, that it does impact us. And so I also want you to remember that you that bitch or nigga or wigger. Mm, no. If we reach it's a bitch or this that bitch or nigga, we're not doing no wigger part. I'm sorry. What our ancestors like? They would not they approve. see us now uh, and, and be like, he doesn't deserve to be nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I'm gonna backtrack. Thank you. And say that <laughs> you're that nigga or you that bitch, and you yeah. deserve to be there. Yeah. Y'all got anything else to say to the people? Yes. What else? Except that it's okay to make mistakes. It and it's is. okay to be in situations where you feel less than. Um, because to me too, imposter syndrome and perfectionism, they kind of go hand in mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. And so being okay with the fact that even if you still deserve to be there, or you deserve to be there even if you make mistakes. Right. Even if you're late on a deadline, even if something comes back for corrections, maybe you still deserve to be there. Everybody mm-hmm. fuck up. Play as fuck up too, and it's okay. <laughs> like you get to make you get to make mistakes. You do. That's that's, that's okay. That. Play as fuck up too. Play as fuck up too. Yeah, I really, I think I really am gonna take with. I like that. If the opportunity came to you, you deserve that space, mm-hmm. I and mean, that's something I'm really gonna. Yeah. If you're black and brown in the opportunity. Right. Because white people be getting opportunities they don't deserve. deserve, But we not talking about them. (laughs) Some white person's listening to this like, oh man, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no white people listening to (laughs) this. That's not true because back when I started, this white girl from my college was starting. Is she listening to this? I don't know. Probably not. But when we don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. How how three white people who listen? We really appreciate black, your advocacy <laughs> and your support. <laughs> if you're going to listen, make sure you also repost and, and cash tag up. us. Because <laughs> cash up a black cash up a black today. Therapist. Black Kim therapist today. Therapist in training. Correct. Today. The money. Right now. $50. 
<laughs> Minimum. What's up? That's what we'll here. start. We won't say what the ceiling is. Yeah. That's the minimum. If you listen, what Rihanna say, pull up. Show us allyship. Pull up. Listening ain't enough, baby. Pay us because we're doing this shit for free. But we could be out in the club shaking ass. And we're about to be. We on here talking about duality. We are a mess, but y'all love us and we love each other. So. I just want to remind you that you can go and spend forty dollars at Alpha Land like we did, because we'll be back in that bitch tomorrow. Correct. Like <laughs> what you're talking about. Or you can only drink kill juices and water and CrossFit. What and what was you doing? Legree. Huh? Pilates? Pilates? Yes. What'd you say? Legree. What's that? That's a Legree is a different Pilates. Yeah, it is okay. probably. Pilates. Oh, it should have O2. Gotcha. Makeup Shayla does that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and your heart, then you're still not truly healthy. So go on ahead and seek therapy. We all need a therapist in our pocketbook. So we will see y'all later. Bye. Bye.